Hey neighbors, welcome back to The Flower House. I'm your host, Tamara. And I'm Christina. And together, we are The Flower House. So, Christina. (laughs) So, Christina, what are we talking about today? Oh, it's something really fun. Uh, It's gonna gonna blow your mind, bring you back to high school. High school? Like prom or... Which is funny because I was homeschooled, so can't really yeah me too <laughs> like, i don't think neither of us can it's um, gonna bring you it, back it, to homeschool <laughs> bring you right back home um <laughs> we're gonna be talking about careers today and i have to be like make myself super excited because this is that just doesn't sound fun i mean i think that we can make boring things entertaining as soon as we, we try how to make taxes entertaining then it'll be all good. But until okay. then, I think we're we're passing pretty well. Okay, we'll try. We'll we'll try. So since you are the one who thinks we can make this entertaining, why don't you share with us how you decided what you wanted to do as a career? Okay, so listen, right? I was watching a Disney movie one day and I was like a princess. Wow. Are you sure this isn't my story? You're right. That is your story. <laughs> um, so no, seriously, um, there were a couple of different things that I wanted to do growing up, but I eventually settled on, well, I went on Google and I, I looked up the people that were behind buildings that weren't architects. I was like, I, I know somebody else has to be involved here. Um, and I just, I thought it was so cool to be, able to design a structure that is safe um and the wikipedia page for structural engineering is absolutely amazing you will fall in love with it i was like i was like guys i figured out my career okay i might work on buildings i might work on satellites wikipedia says as a structural engineer i can do anything which is technically not a lie um (laughs) technically technically not a lie the likelihood of you like working on satellites like yeah you could but you might just want to be like i don't know an aerospace engineer or something instead of a structural engineer for that um but who knows you know you kind of just pick your career as you go along but um yeah so i was about 12 when i when i decided what i wanted to do Um, and it was also largely, I know I'm all over the place, I'm sorry, but it was largely due to, um, my parents just like kept looking at me and like my grandmother and everybody would look at me and they're like, you're so good at math. And I'm like, eh. Um, so that was super, that was a big part where I would just, um, like as a child, I would just make these little roller coasters out of my connects and they'd be like super cool roller coasters like you would see at Six Flags they'd have little heels and stuff and somehow I figured out how to make them like structurally sound enough to be able to like move them from room to room I wish I had pictures I like if you ask my parents they will be like yeah she used to do that and like I wouldn't have any plan like I was a smart kid I don't know what what happened after that but I was a really (laughs) smart kid I remember you being good at math. I remember that. And I remember just thinking like, wow, she's a wizard. Like, how could anybody not only be good at math, but actually like math? It just was amazing. I really loved math until I got to linear algebra. I 
I hate linear algebra. Nothing against the professor. The professor was a great professor, but I hate linear algebra. But I still love math, though, usually. I guess that's what kind of turned you towards what you're doing today. I think that's really cool that you Googled, like you Googled what to you were going to do for the rest of your life at like age 12. That is insane. <laughs> that is really wild. I, I don't know anybody else who's done that. Uh, maybe somebody listening is like, wait, I knew what I wanted to do at a young age too. And that's great. I think that's really incredible for anybody who can decide that at such a young age. I remember uh, I was at the dentist last year and this is related. And (laughs) she was telling me that she knew when she was like seven years old that she wanted to be a dentist. Yeah. And I just was like, how? She's like, I just had... Uh, I was always at the dentist because of my teeth and I had a lot of issues and I just wanted to be that person. I had, she said she had a really good dentist and she just wanted to be that same person to help other people with their teeth. And I was like at seven, like that's so young. And I was just amazed. And it's just crazy to me how people could decide what they want at a young age, but like a good crazy, like that is amazing because a lot of people Get, get to like our age that we are now and they have no idea what they want to do so true but i think it's more common for like doctors and dentists to know what like what they want to do at a young age it's usually like oh okay like i knew someone uh this is from my experience of just like knowing doctors and things like oh i knew someone that was you know that i cared about that was in the hospital a lot or I knew someone that was a doctor and it seemed really cool. So like they're exposed to it at like a young age and that's kind of how they develop. It's like their drive. Right. It's like their drive. But like for the other careers, like um, like a lot of dancers, though, dancers and artists and things like that, I feel like they know at a young age, too. But like things like sales or I guess general business marketing and things like that, I feel like you learn like some of those things later in life. You're like, oh, this would be cool. Or, you know, hey, I want to be the graphic designer. You know, there's just some things you learn later because you're not exposed to it as openly. That's really interesting you say that because I remember, okay, so my story is when I was really young, I wanted to be a teacher. I think you would have been a really good teacher. <laughs> it's funny. I, I really wanted to be a teacher. I line up all my dolls and stuff, animals in a row, and I would teach them. And they were really good listeners. I was about to ask, did they learn anything? Yeah, they were they were wonderful students. And then I realized that real kids aren't as good as my stuff animals. And I was like, <laughs> I can't do that. I realized that's not going to be the same. So I didn't want to be a teacher And it's funny because I I really wanted to be a teacher, but it didn't last long. Like my, how much I wanted it was really strong, but it was very short lived. I I think it maybe lasted like a year. Like (laughs) I was really young though. That's impressive for it to last for a year though. I, I just really liked it at the time. And then after that, I started dance and I was in dance for at least two years. I don't exactly remember because I was still young. I was probably like four or five or five or six. And I decided like, I'm going to do ballet. And I loved ballet. I, I, I don't remember like everything, but I remember being really dedicated to it. I remember my teachers always saying how 
good I was. And, and I don't mean this to be like, I was the best. Because, I, I, I mean, I was like five. I can guarantee you that I was horrible. <laughs> like, I can guarantee you that it was awful to look at. It was probably adorable. It was cute, I'm sure. But I, I remember at the time they were like, you're so good. We're going to put you as like the team lead. Like, I, I guess it'd be like the team lead in adult terms. But for kids, it's like you lead the other people out on like how to do the dances and for like the rehearsals and stuff. And I remember being so proud, like, yes, I love that. <laughs> and I was like, this is this is it. This is what I'm going to do. I love this. And I still like it. But life happened and I was no longer taking the classes. And I remember being so devastated because I loved going and my family couldn't do it anymore. So that fell through. I think if I would have kept dancing, then it would have been something I would still do today because I really like it. But it didn't happen and it's okay. Um, after that, I I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I wanted to be an artist like I like to draw and I I wanted to be a manga artist which is really <laughs> it fits <laughs> it's funny that's what I wanted to do when I was 15 I started volunteering at my local library and I did that for three years and I really loved it and then I thought this is what I want to do I, I want to work at the library and I did eventually start working at a library and that was my favorite job I, I loved it my coworkers are great. Most of the people who came in were super nice and you got to know them and it was just such a, ni- a nice feeling. It was awesome. But I guess you could say there's not much room for growth. Like the only thing you could do is get a degree in library science, basically. Right. Basically only applies to the library. <laughs> You're like working in that environment. It applies to and, general books, Christina. I'm sure. Right. And I loved my job there, but it's kind of like when you think like, is this what I want to do? Is this what I want to do forever? It it wasn't that intense. Like there's no way to really move up at the library unless you go and get a degree specifically for the library. And that's, that's a lot. (laughs) You know, there's not much wiggle room there. What if something happens and you can't work at the library anymore? What are you going to do with that degree? Right. So... Yeah, that's kind of, and then I had curls and now, you know, like you already know, um, I stay home with curls now, so I'm not currently working, but I do think back, like, what am I going to do when he starts going to school? So I just have a question. Yeah. Do you still dance around your house? Like, is that a thing you're like, plie? (laughs) Not necessarily plie. I don't do that. But yeah, I dance around my house, especially with my son. I mean, do you, like, remember, like, the names of, like, the different, like, footwork? Like, I'm just curious if you're... Oh, I don't remember the names. That was so long ago. I don't remember the names. I don't remember, like, the the details. I do remember coming home from class and my legs hurting so bad. It was the worst. And my toes just hurting so bad and I remember just crying and crying about oh. how much it hurt but I was like I'm not giving up <laughs> like five five-year-old me was a lot more determined and confident than current <laughs> current Christina the world hadn't hit her yet it's okay <laughs> yeah I was I was a lot more uh I'm gonna do this than I than I am now 
uh, I could use a little bit more of five-year-old Christina back in my life. <laughs> I, honestly, I think we all like kind of grow out of that. Like, I'm going to do it at least partially and kind of, you kind of like grow. I don't feel like you did. Realistic. <laughs> <laughs> I still see, I met Tamara when she was three years old and I still see bits of three-year-old Tamara, good bits. I don't mean like immature or anything. I mean, like, I still see the good parts of her shining there, like the same confidence in her today. And it's just pretty amazing. The baseless <laughs> confidence of a three-year-old that's just like, I can do it. <laughs> you're like, but then you'll the, do it. You're like flying a plane. I could do it. <laughs> no practice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was, um, I went shopping with a friend um, the other day and I had bought these rugs and I was like, okay, I'm going to put them in the car. No, I, I I drive a pretty small car and I'm like, they'll fit in the backseat. And my friend's looking at me and, and she's like, no, it's not. And I'm like, hold my keys. But like, like the hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I tried so hard to make those rugs fit and they just did it. So I had to like put them in the trunk. I was like, it's whatever. It's fine. And I see you do that. Like, <laughs> When I see you, you're like, we could do this. We got this. I could do this. I could park there. I could go this way. <laughs> you're so confident for no yeah, reason. You're like, it's, it's fine. And I'm over here like freaking out. Like, no, it's not fine, actually. I don't think we could do that. Yeah, we can. It's fine. <laughs> and then me proceeds to drive the wrong direction. Um, yeah, it did happen. And I was like, see, it's not fine. Someone's coming. Uh, but it, it worked out. It's fine. We didn't, we didn't die. It all worked out. But, but going back on topic, one thing about, like, I love working at the library. I do want to say that a, lo- a lot of times I would get the comment like, hey, you like books. You should you should go to school for the library, like library science. You should get a degree in it so you can stay at your job and stay there and move up, even though there's really not much moving up. And it's like, I love my job there, but that's not what I, that's not what I wanted. And I just think it's really interesting that I had a lot of people like tell me like you should do this instead of people asking like hey what do you want to do is this do you want to stay here is that what you'd like to do you know what about you so I think it's really interesting that people like were like oh you like books you should work at a library because to me the next logical step is you love books you should be an author (laughs) that's that's where I would have went with it but I do understand though you know what you mean by saying, hey, people are always telling me what I want to do without asking me what I want to do. And that's that's also something that I've like dealt with a lot. And if you've never met me, I I look a lot like a chopstick in human size, like <laughs> like a single chopstick. Um <laughs> This description of you, we we will have to share our photos of what we look like on our Instagram at some point. And they're so gonna be we, like, we will. Is that chopsticks? <laughs> and somebody's gonna comment. They're gonna be like, "Hey, is that chopstick?" I see. <laughs> yes, it's me, chopstick. Um, but I, I, you know, I'm I'm tall and I'm thin, um, and so people immediately are just like, "You should be a model." Oh, you should model. And because I'm tall, they would either say, hey, are you going to be a model or are you going to play volleyball? 
or basketball. And I'm like, first of all, I don't like sweating. So I'm not going to be playing a sport. And second of all, I don't I don't want to be a model. Um, nothing against models and nothing against future contracts in case I just suddenly change my mind. Um, but I, <laughs> but I, you know, it's never been like something that I was like, this is what I want to do with my life. And it could partially be because so many people were saying, hey, you should do this. And it's like, no, give me the option to decide what I want to do with my life. Kind of like that meme of that penguin who's sitting on the chair and it's like, well, now that you told me I should do it, I'm not going to do, do it. it. Exactly. <laughs> kind of like that. <laughs> exactly that. And I, I never had that feeling, but, you know, it could be it could be one of those things where it's like, well, you told me to do it, so I'm not going to do it. Now, correction, I've never had that feeling in relation to a, like modeling. But it's like, don't tell me what you think I should do. Ask me what I want to do. Um, and so, like, one of my favorite things to do lately is, like, and it happens all the time. I'll go somewhere and people are like, oh, you should be a model. So now I just respond, thank you, but I'm an engineer. And that usually shuts them up. And then they're like, whoa, that's crazy. Because, you know, it's 2022, but you still don't see that many women engineers, especially Black women engineers. It's like, we're very hard to come by. So I agree. Yeah. But I, I do think it's important to give children that freedom because I know a lot of times I felt boxed in and people are always comparing you to things and things like that. And you say you want to do something and somebody's shooting it down. And it's just, you know, it goes on and on and on. Even when I would tell people like, hey, I, I want to be an engineer, they'd be like, but why? You could just do this instead. I'm like, because I want to. <laughs> yeah, that that's pretty disappointing. I think it's great. When, like when parents are promoting what, like whatever their child wants to do and even if it's something that inwardly you're like that's crazy okay <laughs> I mean my son he says he wants to be a race car when he grows up not be a race car driver he says he wants to be a race car I believe in him and and you know what I'm just like that's awesome okay you know just just being supportive and let him figure it out what you know because I can guarantee you when he's 15 years old he's not going to say he wants to be a race car he's gonna be like wow I can't believe I said that but he's gonna remember that his mom said to him like you could do it and that's what he's gonna remember he's not gonna remember that he wanted to be (laughs) some of the crazy stuff he says he's not gonna remember that but he's gonna remember me hopefully saying you could do it that's great that's awesome I'm here you know to support whatever it is that you want to do and how can we proceed forward to doing it and that's hopefully what they'll remember and that's going to give them the confidence to push through with that and children don't know what they want a lot of time well unless you're Tamara and you're 12 (laughs) or you're you're that dentist who was seven I mean I guess sometimes they do but sometimes they don't until they're older like you know and that's okay there's also plenty of adults who also don't know what they want to do. And that's okay, too. You know, you just be that supportive friend and you cheer them on and they'll figure it out. I mean, I I have friends. and I mean, like I said, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I have friends in the same boat as me. They don't know what they want to do. And or maybe they do know what they want to do. And they just haven't made that 
first step because of life. Life happens. Life happens. And you could just be there and be like, you know what? You could do it though. You've got this whenever you're ready or maybe you haven't figured it out yet. You know, it'll come to you. Yes, it will. And I, I, I fully support that. But I also believe that as an adult, it's it's very important to fully support yourself to the best of your ability. For example, if you want to be a ballerina and you didn't make it into the professional ballerina league. I didn't do enough plies. Yeah, and you didn't do enough plies and the twirls. I cannot think of what they call the the spins, but you know it's spinny rooneys. <laughs> that's that's not it. <laughs> I can tell you that. Um, but you know, and you didn't make it into you didn't make it into the the National League of Ballerinas. You didn't make it into the National Ballerina Association, anyways. <laughs> the other NBA, but <laughs> you know, and that's okay. Keep striving for that goal. But make sure that you have something that you can support yourself with, too, because just because you have goals doesn't mean that everyone else is responsible for supporting you financially in the meantime, because you still have to have a place to live. You have to have food to eat and all of those things. So just make sure that you're taking care of yourself and then nobody can tell you not to follow your dreams. If you're taking care of yourself, you're just, you know, you're doing great. And then you can get to your dream. And it might take a little longer, but follow it. But don't follow it till it makes you into somebody that people avoid. I feel like that's very real because you can't follow your dream if you're struggling. That is true. It's really hard to support someone when you see that they're not doing for themselves. It's true. You got to focus on moving forward, even if it's not. I mean, I had jobs that I hated. I did not want to be there. I think a lot of people can relate. Yes. (laughs) You absolutely hated going. Your alarm would go off and you're like, I hate this. And you get in the car and you're like, I hate this. And you get there and you're like, I I hate hate this. this. (laughs) And this sounds really awful, but I remember going to work at a job I hated. I hated everything about it. And (laughs) there was a restaurant across the street that burnt down. It was in the middle of the night. Everybody was fine. Like, people were fine. The only thing that wasn't fine was the building. Okay, that's good. Yeah. I remember getting to work, and one of my coworkers is like, ah, damn, I really wish it was this building. <laughs> that way we wouldn't have to ever come back here. And it sounds awful because it's like, we'll just get another job. But it was just at the moment, it was just like, she was like speaking for everybody. <laughs> but, Everybody's like, yes, we agree. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like, I know what it's like to hate a job, but to move forward with life. And I stuck it out at that place a lot longer than I should have. And that was a job I had. Um, it was before I worked at the library. And then I ended up getting a job that I really liked. Can't always get sunshine and rainbows. Sometimes it's rain. And before you get your your time, but so I'm yeah. gonna piggyback off of that. You can't get rainbows without the rain. So yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I mean, sometimes you need the rain. You need things in in life, and this is not a life lessons thing. But in life, you'll end up in situations where you're like, "This is as bad as it gets. Like this is awful. I can't believe I'm going through this." And then later, you'll find out like, "Oh, I was perfectly positioned." do this instead 
and it just works out. So it's just one of those things where you just got to stick to it and believe in yourself, but also support yourself. Right. I agree. All right. So we're going to wrap this up uh, for today. (laughs) We could go on forever, but we won't do that to everybody. (laughs) We could. (laughs) We, We could. We're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Tamara, why don't you share with us what the Good News Minute is? Because I don't want to. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you so love this story. I do. And I, I've been really big on, on plants lately. Um, so this story was just like right on time. So in India, they have successfully planted half a million acres of trees a forest cover, I'm sorry, in the last two years, which is absolutely phenomenal. As you all know, trees are great for the environment. They take in our CO2 and they give us oxygen. So they're just like, like you think dogs are man's best friend? Has has a dog ever gave you oxygen? Okay, <laughs> trees, <laughs> plants are man's best friend, okay? Or maybe woman's best friend. Anyways, yeah, half a million acres in two years. I, I just think that's phenomenal. And yeah, so keep up the good work, India. Now I want to say India, I read. But anyways, keep up the good work, India. I'm very impressed. And I hope to see those trees one day. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, trees are important. Well, I think that's all we have for today. And we'll catch you later in the firehouse. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Bye.